My name is Pat Byrne, and welcome to my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. In Wedding Music Made Easy, I will be giving you some great tips for choosing your wedding music. As a church musician and pianist, I have had many years of experience planning and playing for weddings. I look forward to sharing all that I have learned with you in my Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. Hello, brides and grooms. Patrick Byrne here again, and after taking a short break from podcasting for the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., I'm back with a new episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. I hope that you are enjoying my podcast and you're getting some great tips for planning the music for your own wedding. If so, please consider giving the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series a positive rating and perhaps a short review on iTunes. Thanks. Today my topic is the prelude music that will welcome your family and friends to your wedding celebration. In the previous five episodes of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, we have covered the music for your wedding ceremony itself from the seating of your parents to the recessional when the two of you will walk down the aisle together at the end of your wedding service. Unfortunately, I know from experience that many brides overlook the prelude music for their wedding. That is too bad, and I hope that you will not be one of those brides. Aside from the musical aspects, which we will discuss in short order, prelude music is a sincere sign of your hospitality towards your family and friends. I realize that some budget-conscious brides, especially over the last few years, have tried to cut their wedding cost by not having music played before their wedding ceremony. As I hope that you will hear in this podcast, I think that that is a big mistake. After all, as part of your entire wedding budget, having 15 to 30 minutes of prelude music is a very minor consideration in terms of cost especially when you consider the large benefit that well-planned prelude music will bring to your wedding. Since the preludes are not part of the wedding ceremony, some brides also treat prelude music as an unnecessary option. I hope that by the end of today's podcast, both of you will be convinced that prelude music will be an important part of your wedding day and well worth the slight additional expense. Prelude music usually starts 15 or 30 minutes before the scheduled start time of your wedding ceremony. During this time, except for the ushers, you and the bridal party will not be present. So the prelude music is the only way for you to welcome your family and friends to your wedding. 
Now, some of your guests will naturally show up early, and some of your guests will be running late. In order to help ensure that all of your guests arrive on time, I suggest that you mention the prelude music start time in your wedding invitation. Something simple like wedding ceremony at 3, prelude music at 2.30 should be enough to encourage most of your guests to show up before the start of the wedding ceremony. After all, the idea of listening to beautiful prelude music is much more enticing than the prospect of sitting quietly in silence before your wedding ceremony. Practically speaking, encouraging your guests to arrive early for the prelude music will also help to ensure that your wedding ceremony actually starts on time. The most common reason for last-minute delays is usually caused by late-arriving guests holding up the processional. You want to avoid the awkward situation of you and your dad standing there, ready to start down the main aisle as the last few guests embarrassingly scoot by you down a side aisle. Avoiding that situation alone would be a good enough reason for having prelude music. Just be sure that you let your guests know ahead of time when it will start. I think that there are two even more important reasons for having prelude music than avoiding having late arriving guests. Hospitality and establishing your music scheme. Let's take hospitality first. According to Wikipedia, hospitality is the relationship between the guest and the host. This includes the reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. Wikipedia's definition is spot on and hospitality is one very important benefit to having prelude music. Remember, during the minutes leading up to your wedding ceremony, you and the wedding party will not be present to welcome your guest, but your musician will be. Working closely with your musician ahead of time, the prelude music that he or she plays will allow you to still offer your guest a very warm welcome to your wedding. Musically, the most important reason for having prelude music is that it will help you establish the music scheme of your wedding. As I mentioned in an earlier podcast, just as you want your wedding to have a recognizable color scheme, you should definitely also want it to have a recognizable music scheme. By now, you have probably been giving a lot of thought to creating color combinations that will work beautifully together for your wedding. You want your invitations, dresses, flowers, cake, and candles to all look like they were meant to go together. The main way that you will unify all of these things is through your color scheme. Well, I think it is equally important that you choose the music for your wedding with a music scheme in mind. Simply put, the songs that you choose for your wedding should all sound like they were meant to go together. You want to choose music that not only fits the moment, but also goes well together with the other music and also enhances your guest overall impression of your wedding day. 
Since we all know how important first impressions can be, keep in mind that your prelude music will be the first impression that your guests have of your wedding day. Maybe before you started listening to this podcast, you thought that prelude music was insignificant compared to your wedding ceremony or the reception. I hope that you are beginning to realize that the prelude music establishes the music scheme for your entire wedding day. Now, since the prelude music is not accompanying a specific action, such as your entrance, the lighting of the unity candle, or your exit, you have a little more leeway in what kind of music you want to choose. This means that unlike the music that is part of your wedding ceremony, each of the songs in your prelude music can be played all the way through if that's what you want. By now in the planning process, you have probably already chosen your processional, recessional, unity candle music, as well as the music for the entrance of your mother's and bridal party. Hopefully the music that you have already chosen has a unified sound and sounds like it's a coordinated music scheme. If you are in doubt about that, listen to your music choices again. Do the songs all fit together as well as your invitations, dresses, flowers, and candles do? Do the four or five songs that you have chosen sound like they should be part of the same playlist? Hopefully you can answer yes to all those questions. If your songs don't sound like a well-thought-out playlist, try to identify which one doesn't sound like it belongs in your music scheme. Replace it with a different song. I think that most couples will choose wedding songs that naturally fit together. No surprise there, since having similar musical taste is one of the reasons why couples get married in the first place. However, every once in a while you will hear a bright, let's say, neon pink song being stuck into a white and light teal music scheme at a wedding. Not a good idea either musically or visually. And I apologize for mixing metaphors here, but I just hope that that will help you visualize what I'm talking about. If one of you really, really love that neon pink song, I would recommend that you feature it during the reception where it will have a better chance of fitting in. But neon pink songs are probably not the best fit for either your prelude music or your wedding ceremony. It will make things a little easier for you to create a music scheme if all of your music is in the same or a similar style. After listening to the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast, you and your musician should be able to combine several different styles into a beautiful, unified music scheme. The songs that you choose for your prelude music will have a very important part in establishing your music scheme for the day. Having a unified music scheme, just like having a unified color scheme, 
will enhance the overall impression that your guests will have of your wedding day. When couples merely choose a hodgepodge of their favorite songs, their guests will have no overall sense of their wedding day or of its even having a coordinated musical scheme. So instead of a hodgepodge wedding, by using the tips I am giving you in the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, your wedding will have a beautifully coordinated musical scheme that will leave a lasting musical impression on your family and friends. The first step in choosing your prelude music should be to go back and listen to all of the songs on the list that you made when you first started thinking about planning your wedding music. There are probably several great songs on that list that, for one reason or another, you did not already pick for your processional, recessional, unity ceremony, or the entrance of your moms in the bridal party. Those unselected songs are the first ones that you should consider using for your prelude music. Now you may be wondering how many songs will be played during my prelude music. Remember, unlike songs used during your wedding ceremony, the songs in your prelude music list can be played all the way through. In the background of today's podcast, I have been playing shortened versions, about a minute or two of each, using a variety of prelude music songs. The average time for an entire pop or country song is usually figured to be about three or four minutes. For classical music, the timing can range anywhere from two to seven minutes. So for classical music, it is very hard to arrive at an average per song timing. So with that in mind, I would say that for 30 minutes of prelude music, you will end up with a list of maybe 10 pop or country songs or about six or seven classical pieces. For 15 minutes of prelude music, which is the minimum amount of time that I would recommend, your list will be shorter. Say five pop or country songs, or maybe three or four classical pieces. It is perfectly okay for you to mix styles. And if you want more songs, just ask your musician not to play all of the repeats. That's a little musical jargon there. Your musician will understand exactly what you mean if you tell him or her, don't play the repeats. Skipping repeats is an easy way to shorten any or all of your prelude music songs. That way you can have more flexibility and, if you wish, have more songs played during the 15 or 30 minute time frame that I mentioned earlier. Now that you know about how long your song list will be, knowing your musical scheme will guide you in selecting the perfect prelude music songs. So let's review now what we have covered in today's episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series. 
Once you have chosen the four or five songs that you'll need for your wedding ceremony, the prelude music comes next. Whether or not you can use any or all of the remaining songs on your original list will depend on how well those songs fit into your music scheme. Prelude music works best when it is quietly welcoming. Quite often, your family and friends will spend most of the time leading up to your wedding chatting, and sometimes they will be chatting very loudly. After all, weddings are a great time for families to reunite. It's a happy occasion, and most families always have plenty of catching up to do. So, for your guests, the prelude music should provide a pleasant musical background for this catching up. Since your wedding is also the union of the grooms, and the bride's families, your prelude music should also quietly help foster your two families meeting each other, many of them for the first time. The same is true for your friends, business associates, and other guests. Unlike your families, these guests may come to your wedding without knowing any of your other family and friends. Since you want all of your guests to feel at home and welcome, this is another reason why the prelude music that you choose should help with that by being quietly welcoming. And that's where the common sense comes in. As you recall, we started out by talking about hospitality of the prelude music, and this is exactly what we're ending with, the hospitality, welcoming your family and friends to your wedding. Any music on your list that is too lively, too loud, remember the neon pink flower we talked about earlier? Well, if it's too lively or too loud, just save it for the reception. With your musical scheme and the common sense concept of being quietly welcoming, you should be able to narrow down your original list further. If you find that you want or need to look for more prelude music songs, I strongly suggest that you mostly consider choosing romantic love songs and or short classical pieces. It has been my experience over the years that these are the two types of songs that nearly always work well as prelude music, as long as they fit your overall music scheme. One final tip about prelude music before I close this episode. There is a natural tendency for couples to choose their favorite songs for the prelude music. That may be natural, but also may not be the best way to go about choosing your prelude music. After all, the two of you will not be around to hear the prelude music, but your parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles will be. It is a very safe bet that at most weddings, the majority of your family and friends will be older than the two of you, sometimes quite a bit older. There is also a good chance that many of your older family and friends may not even know who Maroon 5 or Ed Sheehan are. So again, focusing on hospitality, it is a good idea to choose at least a few songs for your prelude music that will span the generation. As I recommended in the last podcast episode about your mom's entrance, it is a very nice personal touch for you to include a song or two that might have been played at other family weddings, such as your grandparents' wedding or your aunts and uncles. Trust me, they will love such a personal touch. There are many classic wedding songs like the one that I am playing now. This song is called Longer, and it was written by Dan Fogelberg. Longer was a huge hit in 1979, and I played it for many, many weddings in the 80s. It really is a great song, and it's perfect for a wedding. It combines pop and classical styles in one beautiful package. In future episodes of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, I will be exploring romantic love songs from past decades. But that is down the road a little bit. In the next episode of the Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series, I will be covering postlude music. That's the music which is played after your recessional. 
That episode should be available in a week or two. In the meantime, thanks for listening. And please don't forget to give Wedding Music Made Easy a positive rating on iTunes. I really appreciate that. Thank you. will be in the Chicagoland area, Milwaukee, Madison, the Fox Valley, or the Dells, I would be honored to be your wedding musician. I would love to personally work with you on planning your wedding. You can inquire about my availability or request a free quote on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O.com. On my website, you can also listen to sample recordings of my playing as well as other resources to help you with planning for your wedding. The Wedding Music Made Easy podcast series is totally supported by listener donations. If you found today's podcast of value to you in planning your own wedding, I hope that you will consider making a donation to help support this series. You can make your donation on my website, burnpiano.com. That's B-Y-R-N-E-P-I-A-N-O dot com. Just click on the podcast tab in the menu bar. Finally, I would like Wedding Music Made Easy to be as helpful to you as possible. Your specific questions and comments are always welcome. You can contact me through my website, or you can email me, pat at burnpiano.com. That's P-A-T at burnpiano.com. I will do my best to answer your question, and if your question is of general interest, I will be happy to make it part of a future Wedding Music Made Easy podcast. Thanks for listening to this Wedding Music Made Easy podcast, and happy planning! The entire contents of this podcast are copyright by the Studio of Musical Arts, LLC, all rights reserved. Any copyrighted material used in the making of this educational podcast series remains the property of the original copyright owner.